to The Kim Kogani Show. I'm your host, Kim, and this podcast is intended to be a moment of pause in your busy day. Get comfy, take a deep breath, and let's go to the show. Hello, hello, friend. I'm so glad you're here, and I feel like I just have a lot of updates. There's a lot of movement kind of happening for me right now. Um, I had fully intended on recording this from a special location, but that didn't end up flowing. So we'll get to that in a bit. Um, first off, I just kind of want to update you on what's been going on for me since the last time that we chatted. Um, I have fully fallen out of my waking up at 6am. And it's been really interesting to see how that flowed for a while. And then I just started to feel a lot more tired. I think with the days being longer, it's harder to kind of jumpstart my night routine. And I feel like summer is just always, it holds this chaotic energy. And my intention for this season is really just to like lean into that instead of trying to bring in more routine, more rigidity, trying to like force things. Um, I really just want to lean into whatever season I'm in. And so that means right now kind of falling out of this really peaceful, wonderful morning routine that I had. And I've been sleeping in a little bit and really just having kind of a difficult time sleeping. And I, I feel like this comes up for me whenever change is kind of in the air, I can feel this restlessness in my body. And when I'm sleeping or trying to sleep at night, it kind of manifests in this tossing and turning and like really vivid dreams. And that's been happening a lot over the past few weeks. And I can really just feel like there's, there's change in the air. I can sense it. And Over the course of the last few weeks, I've been finding myself just saying out loud quite often, like, I'm over summer. I'm ready for fall. I think I'm ready for the chaos to kind of like calm down, even though we're kind of, I'm in the height of the chaos. Um, But I'm really craving that like settling into a new routine, like having my schedule shift, like doing those kind of like fall, like back to school things. I always loved, you know, going back to school shopping, getting all of my school supplies and just kind of setting myself up for a new season and giving myself kind of that fresh start in September. And my body, my soul, my mind is just like really craving that. Um, And so I'm just honoring that and also holding that like I'm still deep in the season of summer and I want to enjoy what that looks like for me. And I think you can hold two things at once. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm counting down the days until fall, but I'm really excited that I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to settling into a new routine. And part of that just means that I have to go through this chaotic season and I have to just kind of ride the waves and see what change comes up. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like I'm just riding the waves. Um, I recently went on my first solo backpacking trip. So this is something that I had been talking about for a while. I think I've been 
really planning it for about a year. Um, But even before that, I think I always had envisioned myself um, being out in nature, being able to go backpacking and camping and doing a lot of the the outdoor stuff that um, you associate with the Pacific Northwest. And this year, I really set the intention that like, I want to do this. I want to challenge myself to go out into nature by myself. And so I kind of devised a plan of like taking steps of like, okay, like last year I went um, backpacking with my friend. And so I knew like that I wanted to do that same trail. And that trail is one where it's not a super long hike. It was about four miles to the camp and then like four miles out. So I knew like if for some reason evening came around and I wasn't feeling it that I could just kind of hike out and get back to my car without feeling like I was too, too much removed. Um, So that was kind of the first step of just like picking the trail that I wanted to do and then getting comfortable with like car camping and being kind of out on my own. I think I've always been someone who likes to do things alone. Um, You know, years ago, I used to take myself on dates to go to the Seattle Symphony and I would go out to dinner alone. Um, I'm very comfortable like being out by myself. I've traveled internationally on my own. And this just felt like kind of like a new level of being with myself and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And I really just wanted to to really feel that complete presence of just being out in nature, connected to the earth, connected to the universe with just myself. I had Koshi with me as well. And I just kind of started to fantasize that this would just be this like beautiful adventure for us. And I would just be so at peace out in nature and be able to like sit with my thoughts. And I wanted to like podcast. So I like brought my microphone with me and it didn't really go that way at all. So I did it. I packed up my car. I drove out. I hiked up with Koshi. We spent the night and then I hiked back and I drove home and I just learned so much in that experience. Um, To be honest, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be both physically, emotionally and mentally. Like it was really a challenge. Um, I feel like I was as ready as I could have been. Like I had all of my gear prepared, you know, I had been working through all of the fears that came up. I had been talking about it. And so I felt like I was as ready as I could be. And it was still challenging. It was still scary. And I feel like I'm still kind of processing everything that came up in that experience. I will say that even though it was hard and I was really uncomfortable, I'm so glad that I did it. And I'm really proud of myself for doing something that like, quite honestly, I didn't have to do. No one was pressuring me to do this. You know, I could go backpacking with friends. Like this was just something that, I don't know. I just really wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And I did. And I think I'll probably do it again. I'm not sure when or what that will look like. Um, So TBD on that, but I'm really grateful that I did it. And 
it was so interesting being out on the trail. Like normally when I'm hiking with friends, like you have that external motivation. You have someone that you can kind of lean on when maybe you're going up a really steep hill or your backpack feels really heavy or whatever it is. Um, And I really felt the absence of that. Like when I was feeling like I wanted to quit or that I was just kind of feeling like it was hard and I wanted to complain or whatever. Um, there wasn't anyone to like hype me up. And so what I started doing was I just recorded videos like on my phone. I would just talk to myself and just acknowledge like, this is really hard, but I'm here doing it. And I'm just going to take a break if I need to take a break and I'm doing a great job. It's okay to be uncomfortable we're going to keep going and we're just going to take this slowly. And something that came up when I was hiking was really interesting to me. I had this moment where like, I just felt like I should be pushing myself harder or pushing through. Like I was having to stop like really frequently. And I was comparing myself to like a past version of Kim and being like, well, you know, like, why can't I just like push through and like be tough and whatever, insert whatever, you know, thought. And this message just like came up to me and it was like, we're not pushing through anymore because we love ourselves more. And it was that taking a break, going slowly was an act of love for myself. And that like, really there was no room for feeling ashamed or feeling guilty for needing to stop and take a break. And that it was like this deep act of, love and care for myself and my well-being. And I just thought that was so beautiful of like, I have grown so much and I love myself so much more that I'm just going to honor every time I need to stop. And the advantage to being on your own is that, you know, there's no one else that you have to check in with. Like if I wanted to stop every two steps, I could. And it didn't matter. And I still got to my destination and it was a lot more pleasant than I think if I had just like pushed through and forced myself to like get to the top because really like this whole trip was not really about the destination. It was this whole journey of going out there and being on my own. And, you know, even when you do get to camp, it's not like there's a lot going on, like everything I had with me had to fit into a backpack. You know, there's not internet, there's no access to like Netflix or whatever. And so I knew that I could take as much time as I wanted. And I gave myself a lot of time to hike up. And that was just, I think it felt like growth to me to be able to say like, I love myself. I don't need to compete with anyone else or a past version of me. And I can just lovingly go at my own pace and know that the pace of that trip could look different from another trip because every day, you know, we wake up feeling differently and that's okay. There's nothing to prove. And so I just slowly made my way all the way up to where I was planning on camping. And when I got there, I set up camp. Um, The mosquitoes were were pretty bad. Um, And I was also high enough 
up that I started to feel um, maybe what I think is some altitude sickness. So I was kind of feeling a little dizzy, a little nauseous. And then once I wasn't feeling like, you know, a hundred percent, I think the panic started to set in and that feeling of aloneness really started to kick in. I also didn't see anyone on the trail. So I really was like, just out there on my own. And I started to panic a little bit and be like, oh my gosh, like, what have I done? I'm stuck on the top of this mountain by myself. Like my chest feels tight and heavy and I'm scared and like, I'm not close to my car. And, you know, if I wanted to go home, it would be a four mile hike and then like a two hour drive. And I started to really crave like the comfort of home and my bed and like that warmth. Um, And I started to think about like, why am I doing this? Why am I choosing to do this alone? Do I want to be there? You know, what was the point of this all? And it really took a lot of resourcing to try and like calm myself down and leaning on tools. And luckily I did have a tiny bit of cell service. So I just texted my friend and she was like, you know, text me anytime I'm here, like you're okay. And having that anchor of someone else was really beneficial. And that part was unexpected for me. I felt like I would feel, I thought I would feel just like so empowered being out in nature by myself, only relying on myself, only needing like the contents of my backpack. Um, But what I came to realize is that it's actually really nice to have that support. And I felt like I don't think I could have done this without the support of friends, like kind of hyping me up and telling me that I could do it. And it really was this profound shift for me. I think I'm someone who has always wanted to like carve their own path and show that I'm independent and I can do everything on my own. And this trip really humbled me first off. And then it kind of like softened me. I feel like I was like, okay, yes, like I can live life on my own. I can take care of myself. You know, I can lift all the boxes on my own, but like, I also don't have to, like, I don't have to live like that in order to show that I can do that. And so there was kind of this softening that occurred and that just kind of felt like a new, a new aspect of growth for me and kind of exciting. Another highlight of the trip was Koshi woke me up at like 3am to go to the bathroom. So we like got out of the tent and I just looked up into the sky. It was pitch black, you know, but I could see the stars. I could see the moon. I could see the outline of the mountain and it was just the most magnificent thing I've seen. Like it was stunning and I just felt completely at peace. Um, going into this trip, I thought that being in the dark by myself was going to be a hurdle and it completely wasn't. I was super surprised, but I just felt completely at peace and content in that moment. And it was just such an amazing sight. And I'm so grateful that Koshi woke me up at 3am because that truly was, was a highlight of the trip for me. And so, yeah, after that, I woke up the next morning, I had my coffee and then we hiked down and I came home and it was probably like the longest 24 hours. I think I was only gone for 
a full 24 hours, but it felt like much longer of a journey. Um, and then just since then, my body's been recovering. I've been sitting with, you know, everything that came up and these new facets of myself that surprised me. Um, and it's just been really nice being back and just sitting with that. I can feel other changes kind of bubbling up this week. I also started looking at office spaces. Um, so I found a really beautiful space that's like a short walk from my house and it's in an old building. It just feels really cozy and, you know, I'm excited about potentially kind of having a place to go work. I've been really sitting with this desire, this craving that I have to kind of be in the collective flow of energy for so long working for myself. Um, You know, I was like, I can work whenever so I can make my schedule to like offset people who kind of have a more traditional Monday through Friday, nine to five. And what I realized is that like felt kind of like I was going against the current. Um, and so I've adapted my schedule to be more like regular hours and this new layer of like maybe getting an office space feels exciting because like I can wake up, have my morning routine and like have somewhere to go and be even more in that collective energy. And the office space that I looked at is kind of more in the downtown area of my neighborhood and it feels exciting to kind of be more in the hustle and bustle more in like a central location um, because my house while it's walkable to a lot of things it just feels a little more quiet a little more residential which I love for like living in and for personal reasons but I've been finding it just really challenging to find the motivation to like work at home. I think when I'm at home, I want to be kind of like relaxing. So I looked at a few different spaces and I'm kind of just sitting with it. You know, I talked to my inner voice about it um, and about like if I should do it. And I want to just make sure that it feels really solid. And I'm also like to be fully transparent, just working through some resistance. I think when I started looking at the spaces, um, There was a lot of like resistance that came up um, from my jewelry days of like feeling my mind just feeling like I don't want to commit to another lease and an added expense or like what if I sign a lease and then I don't feel like going there. I want I just keep kept having this feeling of wanting to feel free. And so as I sat with that, I just kind of dove a little bit deeper of like, what is this freedom that I'm craving? Like, what does it feel like? And what does that look like kind of put into practice? And it reminds me of kind of this idea that I go back to over and over of being consistent yet flexible. Um, I've been noticing too, like with summer, my schedule isn't always the same week to week. And it kind of throws me off. Like I like each day in my week to be different, but I like to know that like every Wednesday kind of feels like the same or like, you know, Thursday energy means something to me. And when those get flip flopped around, I honestly just have a really difficult time. I kind of feel off for most of the day. And so 
it's interesting to pair that like desire for consistency and routine um, with this like strong desire I have for freedom. And so I've just been kind of trying to like dive into that more and further define like, what does that actually look like? What is this feeling that I'm craving? You know, what feels right? And just allowing myself to be surprised by what feels right, because often it isn't what my mind has defined or what it envisioned. And so I've just been trying to let it all unfold naturally and trust that like, you know, the space that I love, if it, you know, for some reason isn't available when I'm ready for it, then it's not the right space. And I have lots of time and space to like, just figure out what's right for me. I don't want to like pressure myself into making you know, a decision because I feel like I need to like get the space first or meet a certain deadline or like take action because I decided this is something I wanted. And so I'm trying to just be really gentle with myself um, and plant those seeds and just let it all unfold so that when fall arrives, I feel like ready to settle into kind of more structure and routine. Um, So that's really where I'm at. Um, I have a lot of different fun activities coming up the rest of this month and next month. Um, I want to find time just to like be and enjoy summer and just kind of, I don't know, just be, honestly, I kind of just want to be outside and allow myself to be like bored a little bit and to just see what comes up in the space that I create for myself. It reminds me a lot of when I was going through training to become an inner voice facilitator and I kept getting this message over and over of like a cheetah in still mode versus a cheetah in action mode. And, you know, cheetahs are quite fast. They're, they're kind of known for the movement and their quickness and their speed and, you know, that's all, that's wonderful. Um, but also when they're not moving, they're just like completely still and in rest mode. And my inner voice has really kind of pushed me to embody that of like the stillness, the cheetah in still mode is just as important as the cheetah in action mode. And like, you'll know when it's time to shift into action mode, but can you really be present in the stillness for as long as you need to be? So that when it's time, you can move swiftly, you can move with speed and lightness. And so right now I kind of feel like even though I'm, I'm out, I'm doing a lot of things. I feel like I'm more social. I am like more of a cheetah in still mode. I'm kind of just sitting with all of these things that are coming up and not quite making all of the decisions yet, you know, not taking action on an office space, not setting a rigid schedule for myself, just kind of allowing myself to like process all of these things. Um, So if you're in a space where you feel like maybe you're in an in-between or, you know, you're ready for a fall routine, I invite you to just embrace cheetah in still mode with me and just allow things to unfold maybe just flow on whatever waves that you're riding and observing and just witnessing without trying to fix or judge or control like can you just bear witness to whatever is coming up for you and just give yourself so much love and grace because 
you know, at the end of the day, you're a human here having an experience and you're meant to experience the full spectrum of emotions, the full spectrum of experiences. And I just want you to know that you are doing a great job. You know, you are just so strong and so amazing. And I'm so grateful that we get to go on this journey together. And I just hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. I think that's it for now. Take care. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could share it with a friend. I'm really passionate about growing this community organically. And so if you love being here and you know someone who also might love it, share it with them and just invite them in to our little community. And I hope to connect with you again soon. 